And so what we're going to go first is going to be the four parts of maybe the benefits of salvation. So when you accept Christ and you believe in him and make him your Lord and Savior and you trust in him fully, we start to do certain things through what they call sanctification, which we want to grow in Christ, right? And so I kind of put into four categories that we're going to go into in the next couple weeks. Cute boy. Yeah, buddy, we're doing this every Sunday. So I hope you remember. I'll get your question in a sec. So the four parts we're going to talk about is prayer, um, God's word, the Lord's Supper, and baptism. So as a believer, we follow into those things. And we're going to go over prayer today. So first question, pretty explanatory, what is prayer? Yeah, okay. So what is prayer? What does it mean to pray to God? Okay, that's good, not bad. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, that's, that's it right there. Basically, it's just how we communicate with God, right? Because God speaks to us through his word, and we speak to God through prayer. So we hear God through the word that we read, and we speak to him through our prayer. Very important as a Christian. It's like we live off that. It's like 110% important. And so scripture shows us how important prayer is in our Christian walk with God, that we can go to God at any time of the day, okay, and he'll hear your prayers. So any moment, he can hear your prayers. You can talk to him right now. You know, that's what a joy that is, right? So, God answers the prayers of those who believe in him. They're children of God, okay? But if you don't believe in God and pray to him, he still hears your prayers, but he's not really obligated to answer them, which kind of means he doesn't have to do it. One of the prayers he will hear, though, is a sincere heart praying for salvation to him when we try to ask God to make us uh, our savior. He'll, he'll hear that, and he answers that prayer, Right? So some scripture to back up prayer, right? So Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So we know we can just go to him any time to pray for him. So don't be anxious about it, but in everything by prayer. So it's like everything, big word. 1 John 5, 14 says, This is the confidence that we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, Right? So there it is again. We can go to him at any time, pray about anything. It could be you could pray about, you know, hoping your dog's okay or praying about your neighbor's doing fine or pray about your own life and going through your day. You can do that because he will listen. And so we also use prayer for three parts. We use prayer to glorify God. We use prayer to confess our sins to him. And we use prayer uh, to just communicate to him like you said, Jason, like to talk to him, right, throughout our day. Yeah, exactly. What do you got, Lincoln? Well, I'll have to answer that afterwards. God is invisible and is a spirit, but he is God in the flesh. But I'll get to back to you on that. So we use prayer to confess our sin. Uh, I'll talk to you about that. I'm going to ask you about that. So 1 John 1, 9 says, we conf- If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous so that he will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So we go to God to ask for forgiveness of our sins, to confess it to him. We don't go to a person to confess our sins till we go to God, because he's the true God. He's the only one we should go to, right? So and here's a question. How much should we pray to God? A lot? Wait, maybe like once a day? Maybe like maybe twice a day, maybe? What do you think, guys? <laughs> ah, <laughs> good, good, okay. What about you, Malachi? What are you thinking? Just whatever? 
Okay. Well, you guys are good. You got it. Basically, I would say all the time and as much as we can. And actually, the scripture says we should pray without ceasing. So you just never stop praying, right? <laughs> it's a lot. No, it it's basically just means we should pray as much as we can whenever we can, right? Because Uh, it's never too late to pray. You can pray at any moment. Absolutely. So there's actually a cool parable where in Luke 18.1, it talks about the parable of this person bothering one of the members there about prayer, like using that as prayer, like bother God with your prayer, okay? He will listen. He wants you to come to him because he wants you to trust in him and rely on him, right? So we glorify him. We confess our sins to him through prayer. We talk to him because he's a loving father when we accept him as our Lord and Savior, right? So we talk to him constantly, and we should, and I say that I don't do it enough. I admit to you guys that I do not pray enough, and I should, right? There's a, there's a joy in that. So let me ask you this question. You guys are doing so great right now. How long should our prayers be, and what words should we say? Okay. Emma, what are you thinking? Pretty long, yeah. You think we should do like a one-hour prayer session? Five minutes? Okay. Interesting. All right. Shorten it up, right? You don't want to hold hands and get sweaty as we're praying, you know? <laughs> yeah. What about you, man? What do you think? Yeah? Good. Okay. Good. Well, that's good. You're still doing it, right? So the idea I'm trying to get at is it doesn't matter how long or short your prayer is, right? Jason knows. He, he nodded. He got it. As long as it comes from a sincere heart, okay? Genuinely from your heart to pray to God. You're just talking to him as a loving father when we pray to him. So here's an example in Matthew. The Pharisees did the exact opposite and would say long-winded prayers to make themselves look really good. So they'd be on the streets boasting about themselves and praying really long prayers and make them look good and use fancy words to look just really good in front of people. And we know scripture doesn't say we should do that. And actually, this is what Jesus says. And when you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites, the Pharisees, those who are false, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they will be seen by the people. And does that seem like boasting when they're praying in front of people like that? Yeah, does that seem right? Probably not, huh? Truly I say to you that they have their reward in full. But as for you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Basically, don't go out and showboat, like showboating about your prayers in front of people. Just pray to God, even in your room, in silence, you know? Just do it wherever. But don't show off on it, right? We're not doing that for that. We want to worship him and him alone, right? And... Um, when we pray, so we continue on, when we pray, do not use thoughtless repetition as the Gentiles do. Um, so don't repeat the same words, constantly trying to get more boasting, okay? For they think that they will be heard because of the many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. That's pretty big. He knows what you need before you even ask it, right? Well, that's in Genesis. We'll get to that soon. <laughs> So the apostles even, as, so prayer is so important that the apostles even asked Jesus how to pray. Of all the things the apostles knew and saw in Christ, what they could ask him for, probably could ask him for anything. But they asked him to teach him how to pray. 
And in Luke 11, 1 says, it happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. So very important, because Jesus teaches us about this one prayer called the Lord's Prayer. Have you guys heard that prayer before? Yeah? Jason? Maybe? I know, I know you've heard it. You got it. You know what's up. So what do you got, man? I'll answer that afterwards, but it's also a creation of God, so God created it. So Matthew 6, 9 through 13, this is the model prayer that God has showed us, right? Pray then in this way, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So even Jesus taught the apostles how to pray because it was so important. Like, that's important. He showed them that. So as with prayer, we go to God to confess our sins, to glorify him in prayer, to thank him for everything, and just to talk to him every day we can because he wants that relationship. He wants us to talk to him, right? You know, if you're at a park and we're talking together and I'm sitting here like I am now talking to you and you're not saying anything back, is that kind of weird? Yeah, I'm just talking constantly, not letting you get a chance to talk, right? Well, it should be a two-way thing where you can talk to God too, and that's through prayer. You know, we hear, we talk to, he talks to us through the word as we read the scripture, and we talk to him through prayer. But another kind of important thing, this is kind of a cool thing, when Jesus commanded Peter to walk on the water, I don't know if you remember that. Do you guys remember that in scripture? He commanded Peter to walk on the water and said, come to me, and Peter says, okay, I'll do it for you, Lord. And as he, died, as he started to walk on the water, he got kind of frightened, and so he started to fall. And so... He prayed to God, or to Jesus, and he said, Lord, save me. Shortest prayer. That was it. Lord, save me. No elaborate prayer, nothing in repetition, just simply from his heart saying, Lord, save me. And what did he do? Immediately, Jesus pulled him out of the water and saved him. So that's an example of what prayer is to in the Bible. So we know prayer is one of the most important gifts God has given us to talk to him, confess our sins to him, and glorify him constantly. Uh, We pray for one another. Like, how important is it? And I say, we look at the example of Paul, and you guys heard of the Apostle Paul, right? All the amazing things he did, all the books he's written, he's done, been everywhere in the world, he's traveled so much, been in jail, he's been through a lot. And in the book of Romans, actually in chapter, I wanna say 15, he actually asked people to say, please pray for me. So if an apostle of God asks you to pray for him, what more should we pray for each other? Pray for one another, pray for our friends and family and the things we're going through and the good and the bad all the time. So it's so important that we get our prayer life in check when we go and believe in Christ. Um, so pray whenever possible <laughs> to him. Talk to him, okay? So, okay, guys, appreciate it. Glad you listened. So next week, we'll go in more in depth on prayer as well, okay? So thank you. You guys are great. I'll answer some of your questions afterwards about bugs and cool things. So let me just pray, and we'll go with the message. God, we thank you so much for this time just to worship your name through prayer and know that you've given us this gift and opportunity to come to you in prayer at any time you know, as a loving father who hears us all the time, and we know um, with our prayers, you either can answer them as yes, no, or the way you designed them to be, and we're just so blessed that we can follow that and trust in you in everything that we ask for, and knowing that you will stead- you are steadfast in what you say. And we thank you for the word, the prayer, and scripture. And it's in your name we pray, amen.